longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Scribo ergo sum. I write, therefore I am, which isn't a real quote, but uh, spoof on cogito ergo sum, which is I think, therefore I am. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Zara Hosni, and today the theme for our show is The Gift of Writing. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Be The Star You Are has launched Operation Hurricane Matthew Relief to get books to the victims in the United States um, in the midst of this devastating storm. If you can help us or donate any like efforts towards our cause in helping them, please visit be the star you are.org to make a donation and get more information. We are shipping to Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. Please help us help those in need. This segment, one of our veteran reporters, Maria Wong, is here with the new installment of her segment, Booksmart. Hi, Maria. Hi, Zara. Hi, Brigitte. So, as an avid reader and writer myself, I've just always thought of writing as such an amazing thing that writers can connect with thousands of people across the world just through a string of words and sort of be, we all share an experience together, whether it be a human emotion or just a situation we all been a part of. And while for some, writing can be an arduous task, for others, it's pure fun or a form of relaxation. Either way, this past weekend, I was skimming through New York Times and found an article that stated how writing not only helps improves one's happiness and self-awareness, but it also has so many statistics showing it has correlation with lowering symptoms of depression and improving memory control. And I just thought it was so great. And it just reaffirmed my beliefs of how writing is so great for anybody, whatever style it may be, because I think it encourages creative thinking, imagination, it pushes your intellectual thought and can be so much fun or a form of relaxation. But As high school and middle school students, writing has been so ingrained in our heads as solely writing critical literary analyses or essays. So I thought I would give some ideas to incorporate writing into your everyday life for fun. Um, The first would be journaling. And I differentiate this from a diary just because I think with a journal, it's sort of a free for all. You can add art to it, whatever you want. But I think of a diary more as just recounting the day. And lately on social media, I don't know if you've seen it like on Instagram or YouTube, but a lot of people have been doing bullet journaling and sharing it. And bullet journaling is a great way um, to journal for people who love stationary writing. They love planners, goal setting, writing to-do list, and just using pen and ink. And I think it's such an easy way to write more 
The only rule is basically using bullets as your main structure, whether it's a to-do to list or a planner, or just to sort of express your thoughts, but you're using bullets um, just sort of as a quick way to do it. And I think it's just really efficient, but there's also been such cool ones I've seen that use a lot of hand lettering or different art or collages. So I think it's just such a great way to be creative and write more. Um, another way would be um, to write a letter to someone to become pen pals. And I know that we all communicate with our friends and family nowadays over text and calling, but I always think it's so nice to receive a letter. It takes a lot more thought, I think, and writing on paper sort of has a different effect to me than um, just quickly typing or texting someone over the phone or computer. And for me, I participate in Odyssey of the Mind. And when I went to the world finals, we were we had a buddy team from Singapore who we still stay in touch with over social media. But we were just discussing all of the teammates to become Postmates, to exchange letters and send stuff over, whether it be from Singapore or the United States, just to be a cool way to see one's life outside of the screen and sort of just um, have a new aspect of our friendship. And my third way would just be writing poems and songs in your free time. I know a lot of people think of poems sort of like Shakespeare, whether it's a sonnet or very serious and long and romantic. But as my English teacher says, um, most poems are usually just fun and sort of carefree. Lately, um, just writing in free verse has been so popular. And you can just see this on all types of social media, people sharing their poetry and songs just as a new way to express themselves. And um, my final way would be to be writing book reviews. And this is what I do for <laughs> Express Yourself. I think it's really great for anybody who loves to read and really wants mm -hmm. to get to know the book more because it's a bit different from a book report, but you really get to sort of analyze the book more and it's a new way of writing and it really helps out the whole entire reading community, um, getting to know your opinion so they can make an opinion on whether to read the book or not. Mm -hmm. I uh, guess yeah. it's also like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess for, like, book reviews and, like, you know, writing what your opinion is on the book, it really, like, has you analyze other people's writing as well. Mm, no, so exactly. that's definitely very so useful. Mm -hmm. Oh, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I just think it's, like, um, though it's a bit subjective, um, I know, like, for me, when looking, like, on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or Goodreads, um, just looking through the reviews. It's so great to know other people's opinions, but also you have the chance to read the book. So mm -hmm. um, yeah. just a way to form your own opinions, just so it's not completely um, just one person's opinion dictating it. But it's such a great way to write for anybody who loves to read. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. oh, it's it's actually really great that you mentioned uh, bullet journaling earlier. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Um, I, I tried doing that because it's so cute. I love bullet journaling. I know. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of my friends, you know, have these, like, adorable notebooks. And I do think definitely it's a way to, like, express yourself. And there's, like, what's nice about bullet journaling, you know, there's, like, there's like different, like, codes, right? Like, little color yes. codes for how you're feeling. And wow. I just think that's really great because it's, like, adding, you know, visual effects and visual, like, coding to your writing and kind of, like, if you're more, you know, like visual in learning or visual in expressing yourself, then you can also kind of tie that in mm. with your words. And it like gives actual legit, like physical color to the words. <laughs> so like, what is like bullet journaling? Do you just like make bullet points out of whatever you want to write or what? So basically, um, when like all the ones I've seen, it's basically just the main thing is that you have to have like bullet points. Some people use it as a to-do list. You usually have like a table of contents 
where whether it's like books you're reading or day-to-day stuff you need to do or just your random oh. thoughts, you sort of set up like a table of contents or you have an index and that's where sort of color coding comes in hand with that. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just a way to express your thoughts in sort of a new format. And yeah, it's become really popular lately. And I think it's so yeah. great that it has its own little community because I think in general, writing and reading allows for people all around the world to have these new communities where you're able to share like a book you love or if you all mm-hmm. love writing a certain way and just, mm. yeah. Exactly. And oh, you know what's cool um, is I saw actually for bullet journaling specifically, they have like Tumblr communities where you like put yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> your thing. It's so cute. And like, um, what I do like about bullet journaling, especially, is it also gives you like, there's like a page for, I think, future logs, right? Where you can log kind of, you know, what you're going to do over the next six months. And I think, you know, yeah, other than writing, you can write your feelings. It's like an all-in-one type thing, which is really cool. And you plan, and then you like write your thoughts. And it's just exercises in writing that like help you with your daily life as well <laughs> yeah, it's a good time for some people like a way to motivate themselves to not procrastinate <laughs> yeah. while like for others it can be just a great way like looking back on your journal whether it be bullet journaling or just writing down your everyday thoughts just to see like how you progress as a person or your like current thoughts yeah and what yeah, no, I definitely think that's, like, really important, too, because sometimes when we think of writing, we just think of, like, you know, essay writing or creative writing. Yeah. It can sometimes be a little stressful because you feel like you have to be deep. You feel like you have to be, you know, a scholar or something like that. But I feel like with bullet journaling, it sounds like it's just kind of, like, what you want to write, you write. So it's not stressful. It's more, like, therapeutic, which I think is really important because um, mm-hmm. writing is really intimidating to so many people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think, like, definitely like with our school system we definitely like think of writing as sort of these very serious works but um Mm -hmm. I think it'd be great just to have like a creative writing class or something at school yeah it sort of encourages like different forms of writing and just makes writing more approachable to people where it might seem like a very scary Mm -hmm. or intimidating task yeah Yeah, exactly yeah like Oh, sorry. You can go ahead. Oh, oh, thanks. Sorry. I, I like Maria, how you also like brought up Odyssey of the Mind, where I, I remember that was kind of like science and writing, right? You wrote like a script kind of thing. Yeah. Odyssey of the Mind is so broad. It's just a creative problem solving competition that's worldwide. And there's so many different problems from like some are very science based, like building a balsa wood structure, or building a vehicle. But for others, mm-hmm. like for my group, we usually write plays like that are based on history or certain prompts. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, it's it's very expansive and it incorporates all skills, whether it be science, writing, critical thinking, problem solving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I remember. I, no, I did yeah. that one year. Yeah, that's it, it's like it's pretty cool, too, where you kind of get together. Like, I know I know there's. Um, I went to one of those like big competitions, right? Like the yes. giant ones where everybody comes together. And so uh, regarding like your, your, you know, link with this other team in Singapore, how did they pair you up? Like what, so, how yeah. did, what process did you go through? So basically um, world championships, it's like the final round and it's from like all around the world, obviously. And you can request to have a buddy team and there's mm-hmm. a high school division, a middle school division, an elementary school division. So we got paired with someone from a high school division who were actually the same age as us. And 
yeah, it was really great. It's just sort of a way to sort of like connect you with other teams. And I really learned a lot more about myself and about them just because Singapore is such a different place with such a different mm-hmm. culture, different education mm-hmm. system, everything. But, you know, like we all became such great friends and it was yeah. just an overall great experience just to meet them and still keep in touch with them. Hmm. So do you think that like, yeah, you mentioned that you guys are pen pals now. Do you think like conveying oh. your like right uh like your feelings through writing and like your thoughts through writing do you think that's like more effective when communicating with them or like less effective than say like an email or something like what's like how do you feel about like sending an email versus like sending a letter I feel like a letter is far more personalized and thoughtful rather than just going on your computer and quickly writing an email um (laughs) just like for them, you know, they send like a lot of station, like cute, like Asian stationery and stuff like that. Oh, so it's, it's, it's a lot different, but I think it's also just sort of like a new way to connect rather than just talking abbreviations and sending all this stuff. It's just a great way to get to know them even better. And um, yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much, Maria, for that awesome discussion. That was actually really fun. Um, Unfortunately, we are out of time, but it was wonderful to discuss the power of words with you. During the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for Be The Star You Are, 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. I'm Zara Hassanane. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to bethestarur.org and follow our blog. Again, that website is www.bethestarur.org. Don't go anywhere as we continue our talk about the gift of writing. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The positive message outreach program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting, inspiring program. I'm Zara Hosnane, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. This week's topic is all about the gift of writing. And I'm Brigitte Gia. For this segment, we'll be reading a chapter from the award-winning book, um, Be The Star You Are by Cynthia Bryan. All right, and this chapter is called The Gift of Writing by Dallas Woodburn. Uh, And here we go. My computer screensaver is a photograph of a six-year-old girl perched at the kitchen table in front of an old-fashioned manual typewriter. 
She sits up on her knees to be tall enough to reach the keys and stares intently at the blank piece of paper in front of her, oblivious to everything save for the story unfolding inside her mind. I am that little girl, now grown into a young woman of 21. My screensaver captures the essence of who I am. A dreamer, a creator, a storyteller trying to share with others the magic I've discovered in my own imagination. To say it plainly, I'm a writer. I was 10 years old when I published my first book. Now, more than a decade later, I'm still reaping the benefits of the gift of writing. Self-confidence, a means to express myself, and a hopefully a path to change the world for the better in some small way. How did my journey begin? With one little idea, and a little naivete, too. In fifth grade, I applied for and received a $100 school grant to write and self-publish a children's book for short story, of short stories and poems entitled, There's a Huge Pimple on My Nose. One of the perks to write publishing a book at such a young age is I didn't understand how difficult the project should be. I plunged into the writing world with excitement instead of fear. Furthermore, I used my young age as an advantage while when marketing my book. What better way to promote youth literacy, I wrote in my cover letters, than a book written for kids by a kid. I bravely sent out my book everywhere I could imagine and scored reviews in not only my local Ventura, California newspaper, but also in the national magazines Girls Life and Cosmo Girl. A book review in the Los Angeles Times praised, if you, want some, uh, if you simply want some remarkable writing, it would be hard to find a book more satisfying. I began speaking to schools and youth groups about my publication journey and was moved by the enthusiastic response I received. Many kids tell me they did not think they could be writers, but after hearing my talk, they were inspired to write stories of their own. Motivated to reach as many kids as possible, in 2000, I founded a nonprofit organization, Right On, to encourage kids to, enjoy, to, to discover joy, confidence, and a means of self-expression through reading and writing. I've personally found during my time spent tutoring kids, including mentally challenged students, that keeping a journal often increases self-esteem and opens the lines of communications with others. In seven years, Write On has donated 10,140 new books, worth approximately $70,000 to underprivileged kids, whose smiles buoy my spirits th um, through any writer's block, rejection, or weariness, and I face the rest of the year. I've been told that for many of the recipients of my annual holiday book drive, these books are the only Christmas gifts they receive. As legendary basketball coach John Wooden says, you'll never succeed if you're afraid to fail. So take chances. Be bold because opportunities have a way of snowballing to create more opportunities. Turn disadvantages into advantages. Above all else, approach your life with wide-eyed excitement, enthusiasm, and passion. And we have an exercise uh, which is kind of tied into the charity that the author has started uh, called Write On. Uh, so basically what we're going to do is grab a blank piece of paper or open a blank document on your computer and visualize a place. Close your eyes and imagine you are there. Sit there for a minute or two just thinking about this place. What does it look like, smell like, or feel like? What does it sound like? What emotions do you associate with this place? Do you associate memories, desires, fears? Now, now, oh, oh, go ahead, now, go ahead. <laughs> okay. now open your eyes and face the blank page with a fresh mindset. Look at, that, look at the clock and give yourself five minutes. Ready, set, go. Now write. For the next five minutes, don't let your pen leave the paper or your fingers leave the computer keys. Just write. No judgments, no inhibitions. Don't limit yourself. Don't think too much. Just write. 
It doesn't matter if there are any if there are misspellings or grammar mistakes. It doesn't matter if things don't exactly follow or don't exactly make sense. That can all be fixed later. For now, just write. Write a letter to your future self predicting where you will be in five, ten, or even twenty years. What you what will you be doing, thinking, or dreaming? Hopefully, once you get in the grieve, you'll fly past those five minutes and can continue to write up a storm. And we have a quote here from William E. Simon, a former Secretary of the Treasury of the United States. Infinitely more important than sharing one's material wealth is sharing the wealth of ourselves, our time and energy, our passion and commitment, and above all, our love. Oh, that's really beautiful. It's it's funny, though. Yeah, because this is a former Secretary of the Treasury who really, you know, knows money. And he realizes, even after working with the entire U.S. Treasury, right? Yeah, right. You know, yeah, these human qualities are more important than money. And I feel like, you know, words are definitely more, they can, words, I feel like, can bring about money. And yeah, they inspire, and words especially have a lot of power because money can buy a lot of things, but words can inspire happiness, right? So yeah, for that matter, you know, like on that scale, words are definitely more powerful than money is. Yeah, I think there's, you know, he's talking about the wealth of ourselves. I think it's really interesting because, and Mm -hmm. it was even expressed through the story we just read because, you know, like um, material wealth can only get you so far. And a lot of times I know like there's this like stereotype of like the starving artist, right? Who like, you know, (laughs) if you're, if you're going to like make a career as a writer, then you have to kind of expect to be like, dirt poor and like you know not materially wealthy at all but I also think that like you know there is like a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of wisdom like in our souls that we can share um only really through writing and I think um what um this author actually like just kind of um demonstrated with her writing is that you know like Mm -hmm. What, what she did was pretty uncertain. Like, yeah, she got a $100 grant when she was in fifth grade, but it was pretty, courage- like, very courageous of her to go on um, and, like, keep writing despite, like, maybe being looked down upon by others who were like, mm-hmm. oh, you're not serious enough about your job or whatever. Um, and I think it's, like, um, I feel like writing, the difference between, like, material wealth and, like the kind like, the kind of wealth you talk about that you're offering with writing is that, like, material wealth is kind of there like in the short term and it's very like concrete Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but then like with the other kind of wealth it's just like you have to wait a lot longer you have to have a lot more patience and you have to um and it takes like kind of a lot more thought to realize the worth behind that kind of wealth as opposed Mm -hmm. to like material wealth yeah exactly and what's you know it's it is kind of sad that um right now the newspaper industry is dying out a little bit because you know it's yeah uh, not as more people are attached to their phones but it's also really cool that you can now make your living as a freelance art uh writer freelance writer and i you know i i went online i was like how can i get my works out there how can i contribute to you know making yeah. the world a better place with my words right? Um, right and I found I found that if you go on sites like Fiverr which is a site where right. um, you offer to do something for five dollars like you offer to play a piece on the violin and send it to someone who's giving you just five dollars and uh-huh. you can like offer to write pieces for mm-hmm. five dollars and so it's really cool that we can now use technology to yeah. kind of further our writing and then maybe like not be a starving artist and kind of earn, yeah. you know are living by that as well because uh we we are studying um 
in my English class, funnily enough, <laughs> we're oh. doing a, lot, a bit of literary analysis and we're studying uh-huh. kind of the, uh, the theories and like ideologies of Buddhism and what, you know, what's a, what a main point in Buddhism is, is that if you don't have enough energy, if you've like starved yourself because of your faith, you might not have enough energy to really like reach an enlightened point and maybe that's kind of the same thing with writing where it's like Mm. you know if you're if you're struggling to really keep yourself alive then how do you contribute to the world with your works you know it is a little difficult Mm -hmm. to you know play the starving artist so technology is yeah technology is like really great in mitigating this yeah, I definitely agree. And um, just like, you know, two things. Um, first of all, with mm-hmm. um, the starving artist kind of thing, you were talking about how it's really hard to be a starving artist, you know, it's mm-hmm. not as like romantic as it might seem. Um, we were actually reading, I think in English today, um, about Herman Melville. And it said, mm-hmm. um, we were reading like a short little biography and like a textbook about him. And it said that um, he was like, you know, the epitome of like your kind of like starving artist stereotype. <laughs> and he and like he would just like, spend days and hours and stuff like wondering about like the meaning of life and like he'd write about it all the time he'd think about it all the time and he was like his friends were always really like including Nathaniel Hawthorne were always like really worried about him because he was like um always like mm-hmm. thinking about this stuff and like never like taking care of himself um and then I was just like thinking about it I was like well now we think of him as like this kind of great guy that wrote Moby Dick and all these like masterpieces but in fact mm-hmm. his life was yeah, like, his life was, like, really hard, and it was almost impossible for him to even, like, um, it was, like, really hard for him to write those kinds of books, too, because, like, he couldn't get over the fact that, you know, there's so much suffering in the world, what is it, like, what's the meaning of that suffering, what's the purpose mm-hmm. of just living, um, but I think that's also the nice thing about writing, is that even if you are struggling with those kinds of things, um, just, like, writing about it often makes it better, even if it's, like, the most terrible writing in the world, like, somehow you just feel a little more fulfilled, and a little, you feel a little more meaningful um, yeah yeah and then um on the newspaper thing yeah I totally agree um with that as well because um you know I rarely ever read like actual like print newspapers unless it's like mm-hmm. my school paper or unless I just like have it <laughs> on the table um but like I think so yeah and that way it's like really nice that like there's more like accessibility for people um in terms of like writing and there's a lot more like outlets that you can um use if you're a writer to express yourself Mm -hmm. um and yeah so I just think it's a really like you know we might think oh what a pity that newspapers are going out of fashion or whatever but now it's like oh a lot of newspapers are online and even more people are reading it because they see it everywhere on social media and stuff like that so I think it's a really um good thing yeah, it's really awesome that, you know, we're able to get this outlet and kind of really like, you know, the internet makes technology, like technology and the internet makes information so like rapid and just like right there. And that's a really great thing about newspapers kind of transitioning to online and like the internet, because then you do have, you know, more literacy, like being promoted uh, to people who might not have read anything before. Yeah, um, so for sure. yeah, exactly. It's really great. So thank you, Zara, so much for this conversation. And the author was really inspiring. And this conversation was great. Uh, during the break, everyone, be sure to check out our brand new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more information. 
Also, please visit our charity site at bethestaryouare.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash bethestaryouare. Stay right here with us as we continue our exploration of the gift of writing. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of writing. I'm Zara Hosning. And I'm Brigitte Chia. For this segment, Zara and I will be reading some of our own writings because we're pretty interested in writing ourselves. (laughs) Um, And so uh, I'll just start out real quick. Uh, This piece is... Uh, it's called Reaction to a Misguided Facebook Comment. And what happened, a little bit of backstory, is I was on my po- Facebook feed and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm Asian American. And so I, you right. know, it's, it's a, a little difficult for Asians to be represented in the media nowadays. And like, you know, so we're, we're often not starred in movies or anything. And uh-huh. So I saw this Facebook comment. It was um, by a lady of another minority. And the topic was, are Asian Americans people of color? Like, have they gone through the same struggles? And I was like, yes, mm. definitely. Like, yeah, I think historically I've seen speaking. Yeah, and like historically uh. speaking, you know, we've gone through a lot. And right. so this, this lady went on and she said, no, like, you haven't gone through anything. And I, I don't like speaking speaking as another minority you haven't gone through these hardships you shouldn't be considered people of color and i was just i was infuriated and so i wrote this poem i um i sent it to a teen magazine and for the first time like maybe not for the first time but like uh, this is 
kind of it got published. I'm very excited. Nice. And so, yeah, here it is. Just a little bit of background. Yeah. All right, so here we go. <laughs> a reaction to a misguided Facebook comment. Asians aren't people of color, she posted, righteous in her role as society's victim. With all due respect, you all are viewed just fine. It's us who has life rough. No one denies that we've all been oppressed, except you, honey. What shade of white do we look like to you? Why are we privileged all of a sudden when we were treated the same as you, beaten, ridiculed, human donkeys, worth less than a nail in those transcontinental lines? I tell you what, we aren't born with it. We dug through layers of horse dung, cow poop, resilient, bent on a better life till it breaks our backs. And you have the nerve to call us privileged. We're smart, we're polite, we're hardworking, and they think we're all doormats they can wipe their shoes on. You don't get to tell me that my parents had societal leverage when my dad chopped fish in the back of a supermarket to keep me fed. We're still here because we're stronger than the ocean, but the water's been cold since 1849 because I've never seen a Chinese woman on the cover of a magazine and the waves aren't getting that warm. That was it. <laughs> oh my god, that was so good. I really like that. Yeah. Um, no, thanks. <laughs> no, I think it's uh, okay. Also, I I mean, like, I know it's like a like this is like a huge deal for you. It must like hurt a lot to just like see that comment mm-hmm. and like you know no like all the like struggles that you mentioned like in that piece of writing like mm-hmm. um, it just kind of I think what I'm trying to say is like when you're angry, I feel like writing is almost like better. And I think that yeah. really came, like, I think that really came out in like the thing that you just read because <laughs> like, you know, it's not just like a rant. It's more, it's like really substantive. It's really like um, mm-hmm. expressing your feelings in like a Thank really you. awesome way. And I really, I like the line about like, we're not just doormats that you can wipe your feet on. Really <laughs> um, yeah, it's just exactly like, you know, anger and emotions and like happiness for sure of course uh, they yeah. do feel writing and I you know I've definitely found that when I'm feeling a certain way it's you know easier or like it's it's a better you know way for me to express myself in writing than to maybe like go and be mad about everything and feel bad <laughs> yeah for sure and I think it's like mm-hmm. you know because you get to sit down and be thoughtful about what you want to say instead of like like, like actually, like, say, if you responded with that, like, with a Facebook comment or something, it can get, like, really dirty really fast, and it can't, Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, yeah, like, I have gotten into, like, arguments on social media before. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Um, And, like, I know, like, just from personal experience, it gets, like, really personal, really dirty fast, and I think, Uh like, what you did is, like, really effective, because it's, like, really thought out, and it's, like, like, I mean, even to, like, someone like me who didn't actually experience, like, what you experienced, like, I can, like, kind of empathize with you know oh. what you're going through <laughs> so yeah. yeah thank you for that all right yeah uh, yeah let's let's hear one of yours okay. I'm so excited <laughs> I'm so excited okay. um so yeah I just wrote this a little while ago um it's um mm-hmm. I don't know there's not really a lot of context for it except for oh this. no no worries <laughs> that's great oh thank you but um yeah I guess just like one thing is that like you know I have thought that like during this election season like there's a lot of tension and like oh my god yeah (laughs) Yeah. I feel feel like America is just kind of broken right now and I really do like to read and write about just like the American spirit as a whole I really like American literature um Mm -hmm. so I try my hand at writing something about America so this is called America's Dreams well, America sang and sure did moan and the cities gulped and the prairie droned but it was no surprise that the day turned to night, that roots were uprooted and now the sunshine bites. America, you stepped far and jumped high. 
on lies just short of a blood-red sky. The wind used to howl and laugh and cry. It blew for the lonely, the wistful, the shy. Whether with manure or roses or smog, people sailed with that gust as if it were a river with no fog. Perhaps with time and a hearty dream, America can smile instead of scream. But waiting and wishing never won any wars, those two devils only make the land sore. Hope needs to ring, but no one knows where from. A beating heart or a pounding drum? Not from the mouth of pompous glory. No, America needs to tell its real story. Yeah, that's the end. <laughs> nice! Yeah, no, that like, you know, that rings so much with the spirit of this election, especially where the attacks are no longer, it's no longer about, hey, your your policies are worse for America than my policies. It's more yeah. like, oh, your, I don't know, like, your appearance is uglier than my appearance therefore i win this debate and it's just ridiculous and i think you really you know channel that with your poem where it's like no guys you know we do have to focus on what's really important and it's not it's not about whether the female candidate is cold or impersonal it's about what issues she has you know like what issues she's fighting to solve and it's not you know, it's not about the Republican candidate's celebrity TV show or like, right. you know, it's he's it's ah, oh, you know, what kind <laughs> of irritates me is that people people say that the Republican candidates, you know, voice is that he's not in politics. So he's got a clear understanding but the thing is, right. how how can you how can you really you know help America in its issues and telling its real story when you don't have experience when right. you know you're you're violent towards one half of its population? Like, it's just I feel I feel that your poem really kind of rings true. Where it's like, hey, we've got so much going on in the country today, you know, with all of these issues. And we really do need to focus on resolving that instead of bickering over like party lines and, you know, whether the Republican or Democratic Party has a majority. And I definitely like I really think you bring up really strong points where it's like, come on, America. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Yeah. And that's why um, I think, yeah, like during I said, like hope needs to ring, but no one knows where from. And then I said something about not from the mouth of pompous glory. Um, exactly yeah and I think like that just kind of um like expresses kind of like what I think you know like specifically like Donald Trump has been doing is like I feel like we need a politics of hope and you know not a politics Mm -hmm. of fear but like I feel like a lot of what he says is kind of just like instilling fear in people and it's promising this like fake kind of glory where you know you build a wall and all your problems go away you like antagonize certain ethnic groups and all your problems go away but I feel like you know yeah and I feel like you know we are at this kind of um Mm -hmm. crossroads in America and (laughs) what we need is not more fear and more like ignorance what we need is hope and we need a change but we don't need Mm -hmm. like that kind of change you know we don't need to make America great again we need to kind of like keep America Mm -hmm. great and kind of figure out how to I don't know like a different way of making America yeah you know it's 
it's also that, you know, he says, make America great again. But, you know, that's yeah. that's not exactly how history works, right? You move exactly. forward. You're never going back at any point in time. Right. And, you know, if you, like, I saw one video online where it's like, I wish I could return to a certain age. But there's, objectively speaking, there's never been an age that's more equal than this one. And even though this yeah. one has a lot of problems, like today has its problems, but it's, you know, if you go back into the past, you're never going to not regress. You're never going to progress by looking at the past. You just have to keep pushing onwards. And I also yeah. do definitely, you know, it's just like, go, go forward. Yeah. And the, yeah. And the other thing is, it's just, you know, I, I watched another YouTube video, fun uh-huh. fact, um, where... There's that rhyme, there's this one rhyme that they made where it was like, um, the the best candidate to make America great again by giving Americans permission to hate again. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, you can't, it's it's just this kind of like fear mongering and then like hate right. politics. It's just, it's not where we should be going, which is not to hate on people with more conservative views or yeah. you know people who identify with the Republican party. It's right. just that there are internal issues that we need to look at before we're going to step right. back and accuse certain ethnic minorities or other, you know, groups of being yeah. the issue, you know? Right. I definitely agree. And I think it's like, you know, it's really easy to just get up there and shout and complain about what's wrong with America and blame it on really, like, um, just, like, really narrow-minded things, you know? Like, you know, when he says, like, oh, we're going to ban all Muslims or we're going to, you know, build that wall to keep all the Mexicans out, those dirty rapists mm-hmm. out. You know, it's something oh. that you... Yeah, it's and it's something that you feel like you would hear in, like, the 1800s, you know? Yeah, or, like, it's like, unacceptable, you know? It's unacceptable yeah. at the end of the day. You cannot you know, isolate a minority and yeah, yeah. first of all, stereotype them. Second of all, stereotype them as rapists and murderers. Like yeah. it's just, yeah, you know, it's think, yeah. yeah. On like an individual level as well. Like you see all of these, you know, all of these YouTube videos where you have the Mexican people reacting to an, an influential individual calling yeah. them all of these horrible things. And it's just, it's so heartbreaking. It's the worst. Yeah, it really is. And I think, um, you know, writing actually just gives us the power overall to, like, deal with these kinds of things, you know, even if mm-hmm. there is writing. And with and your poem overall. as well, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, thank you so much, Bridget, for exchanging your writing. And um, I'm really glad that we just got to express our thoughts and opinions um, with, like, this different outlet. I think it's really important. During the break, be sure to check our charity site out at btsya.org, which stands for Be the Star You Are, 501C3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. For Info under events at our website, go to our website, btsya.org. I'm Zara Hosnain. And I'm Brigidia. Visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about our show. <laughs> when we come back, we will continue on our inspiring conversation on writing. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. 
Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, and I'm Zara Hassanin. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Today, we have our star reporter, Katie Chu, with her segment, Aim to Shoot. Take it away, Katie. Hi, everyone. I'm Katie, the reporter for Aim to Shoot, which is all about careers. And today, I'm going to be talking about the career of writing. So I would bet that most of us have, at least for a second, considered being a writer, We're constantly surrounded by novels and constantly asked to write essays in school. It's not surprising that a lot of us would find ourselves wondering if writing could be a fitting career for us. So when we maybe receive a good grade on an essay despite having a difficult teacher, or when you're suddenly overwhelmed with ideas for a moment while writing, or when you're completely engaged in a novel, you might imagine yourself as a writer in the future. That being said, while many people aspire to be writers, both for short or long periods of time, many are also uninformed of how to become a writer and the details of a writing career. So from copywriter working to self-employed screenwriters, writing is really an extensive and diverse professional field. Writers conceptualize, research, write, and edit polished manuscripts, poems, articles, novels, and all types of written content. And in their role, they may work across many genres like nonfiction, poetry, fiction, satire. And if you are in a business environment, writers may work as copywriters, technical writers, blog and feature writers, and even editors. So obviously, there are numerous different types of writers. And writing professionals are broadly employed in different industries, ranging from academics to business, and it's definitely also a unique occupation since a majority of writers are self-employed, unlike other industries. Now, writing is really incorporated into every field, thus the wide variety of um, professions that you could take in writing. We see schools prepare us for it, especially with the new Common Core system. While my answers on a math test in fourth grade were simply single or double digits with no more of an explanation than yes or no. My younger brother has nearly written paragraph explanations for questions on math tests since the introduction of Common Core. So writing has definitely become a much more integral part of not only education, but also professional work. Because writing is now integrated into all fields and it's very important for really any kind of area or any kind of profession. So, simply put, what do you need to become a writer, and what can you do? Well, despite the variety of jobs, generally a high school degree or the equivalent of it is the minimum education 
educational requirement to qualify for a majority of writing jobs. Obviously, a lot of writers are self-employed, and some writers who become authors do self-publish, so there is that option. But even so, generally, a high school degree or the equivalent is preferred. Now, once you move on from high school, some writers may choose to get an associate degree in English or a bachelor's degree in English with an emphasis in writing or creative writing, while others might choose a different path like a journalism degree. But even um, even with all these choices in a traditional degree program, writers should definitely write beyond this traditional program because writing is a skill that you really need to practice and keep doing to um, move on. So writers should be doing something beyond it and thus creating some kind of portfolio from things they do in school and outside of school, like submitting pitches to publications and writing articles for free or writing for even the college or of course, high school newspaper are great ways to gain experience and familiarity with the whole writing industry. Now, professional writers in fields such as business, marketing, and healthcare can really benefit from completing an internship. So internships are beneficial for all fields, obviously, because it's nice to go into your future or into your, the next step knowing sort of the basis of your industry or the way the industry works. Internships basically provide students with experience, allowing them to apply their classroom-based knowledge in real-world projects, and that can definitely be beneficial for professional writers. And whether it's copywriting or journalism, future writers can hone their craft and develop new skills by completing an internship. One choice that you really want to be careful of while preparing for a future in writing is choosing the right writing degree program. The different programs are specialized for different um, different purposes, and just depending on what path you would like to choose or what you want to be, you may want to choose a different program. For example, if you know you want to be a writer, but you sort of really want to study literature and earn a degree that'll help you um, continue into an MFA program in the future, you might want to get a bachelor's. But if you're thinking about a write, career in writing but aren't really sure where to get started, you might get you might want to take a short-term program that sort of introduces you to the foundations, like an associate's program. But say you do get a bachelor's degree. There are several majors that can, you can choose from, like English literature, English composition, creative writing. These three different majors, are def- they definitely have their differences. Like English literature blends sort of the study of writing and literature and includes an introduction to different elements of writing and includes a lot of um, analysis like analyzing written texts and using workshops and this can obviously be helpful to writers and allow you to gain a much um, broader knowledge of literature in general and this can always be helpful to your future in writing. English composition is a little different as it exposes students to the fundamentals of professional writing, like skills required across writing careers in nonprofit groups, government agencies, publications, business, media. Obviously, all writing careers in, non-pro- in any kind of field requires a certain, a certain skill and a certain knowledge, and English composition can help provide that, as students that tend to develop talents in critical writing, research, and analysis. And creative writing is 
almost exactly what it sounds like. It basically covers the six um, traditional genres, nonfiction, fiction, children's literature, young adult literature, poetry, and script writing. And you can really learn about one or all of these genres in creative writing. But once you're past that and you want to begin your, or or even before that, trying to begin a writing career can involve several steps and you definitely want to start small as in any industry or career you can work with school newspapers your yearbook and website Um, you want to do blogs journalism literature classes groups workshops all of these can be extremely helpful and and the first step into a writing career and most of these are generally available in both high school and college For example, Toni Morrison even began her writing career after joining a writing group. She basically developed an idea, introduced and expanded it within the group, and made it into a novel. So even workshops, although they may not seem like a huge step, can definitely be a way into your your future in writing. And another thing to consider is definitely piecework. You want to submit reviews, write for magazines, websites, other publications, any opportunity you have. Because through PeaceWorks, you can learn to meet deadlines, to work with an editor, and definitely to be able to be humble about your work. And also really know your capacity of working. Although it might not be the job that pays the best, it def- it's definitely better than leaving underdeveloped or unfinished ideas and drafts in a forlorn drawer. And it also puts your name in print so that it can become a step to something even greater. And then from then on, you can choose what direction you want to take in the professional field of writing. Because depending on what choice you make, you may go down a different path or a different different future that um, you'll follow. Depending on whether you want to write fiction or you want to be a poet, if you want to see your words make it big to the big screen as a screenwriter, all these professions are very different and you need to go down different steps, different paths to get to them. So beginning a career as an author is also something to consider for many people who really who would really like to become an author. Mm-hmm. So if you think of a novel or some story, you should definitely go for it. Make it original. But if it's not finished, don't send it up. Even if you think it's almost done and it may just need a little tweaking or a little work, if it's not finished, just don't send it up. Because then finding an agent will be even more difficult because agents will prioritize finished novels over years so as I just mentioned finding an agent would be the next step and this can be extremely difficult Nicholas Mm -hmm. Sparks had two unpublished books before he wrote the notebook even King had five so it's can be extremely difficult to find an agent and your novel can be rejected for various reasons but that's not a reason to give up Something you may want to do is spend some time in the writing publishing section of a bookstore. They list agents, offer addresses, explain how to best con- how to how best to contact them and the steps that you need to take. And one thing you want to do next is write a query letter. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Sparks said that will be the most single important page an unpublished writer will ever write because a query letter is what you give to agents and it's basically a sales pitch it decides or agents use it to decide whether they're going to accept your novel or not and it can be the opening door to a career in writing or not so a good query water query letter has a few rules like it should have your information a good summary of your novel and why you want to work with this agent 
So once you have an agent, you definitely want to find a publisher. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you can self-publish, but that really depends on your goals. If you just want to have your book out there, then sure, you can self-publish. But if you really want it to be advertised widely and have it in the bookstores for several months or even a year, you might want to find a publisher who's passionate about your work as much as you are. So talking about writing as a career itself, writing Mm -hmm. obviously is a diverse field with a broad assortment, and it has a great range of um, salaries Mm -hmm. because of this diverse field. And there are lots of careers like technical writing, um, science, being a science writer and screenwriter and et cetera. So there are a lot of different jobs that you can take. And the salaries can range from the 50,000s to mm-hmm. even if you're extremely successful, 100,000s and even more. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was that's actually like good news, though, because um, earlier in the radio show, we were talking about uh, how it is hard to kind of sometimes earn, you know, your livelihood as a writer. Yeah. And so it's good to hear. It's good to hear that we can like, you know, earn a living livelihood if we're very interested in writing and we want to pursue that career. Well, thank you so much for another enlightening segment, Katie. Thank you for really going in depth about, you know, how to be a writer and what to do to be a writer. These segments are always like, Super informative. Thank you so much. So sadly, we have no more time. Uh, thank you to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Matt. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Zara Hassanane. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, go to btsya.org and go to our main site at www.bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, write your heart out, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines If you would let yourself